1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two sixty eight of the Worship Probs podcast. You know what we're about. We're going to be doing that: entertain, encourage, and equip today. Um, I, we would ask one favor. We ask it every week, and some of you have been like very, very Christ-like in how you responded yes. to this. You just jumped over to Apple Podcasts, five stars. You wrote a review that was nice and funny and all that stuff. The rest of you, we need you just to do that. Do that for us. We would be right. soups grateful. And, um, yeah, I'm joined, as always, by Big Yancey.
2: So say, follow me as I follow Christ. And Jesus would leave us a review. (laughs) I just feel that that's what he would do.
1: Right. Five stars,
2: man. (laughs) Five stars. And he would say something nice. The
1: sink. (laughs) Yeah, he would. He would. Something very fresh. He would. Something biblical, you know.
2: He would. I mean, he might write a parable in there. You guys don't have to do that. Just, you know, a little emoji action would be good. That'd be
1: Verily fine. I say unto you, this Verily. podcast
2: slaps. <laughs> that would be great. There's a fresh challenge, right? the review how Jesus would say yeah, it. There
1: you go. Yeah. Oh, gosh, oh we'll there you it. go. That's your challenge for this week.
2: I'll take it. There so it is. There's your challenge. There. There's your challenge. Yeah. Hey, we, we've, it's good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's, it's good to be back together, but then we're not really together because we're, you know, you're back to your basement and I'm back to the, the loft and... Yeah.
1: Freezing in my basement today, man. Absolutely frigid down here. I don't know why. It's like forty-nine degrees outside. I don't know why I'm so cold. So I've gone with the hoodie today. I
2: I I see that. I see a little hoodie action. It's it's mild. We went from snow all last week. You know, like the Tennessee weather is about as stable as your your ex. Like it's it's, this week. It's warmer (laughs) and raining. It's like (laughs) there's just mud everywhere, but it's not too bad. Hey, but you know what? It's wow. a good day. It's going to be a good what? day. We are yeah, going to be is. sharing resources with the nation because we love him. We're going to share some <laughs> prayer concerns, share some laughs that that'll warm you up, laughing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then we're going to be sharing a absolutely. little uh, chat we got to have with uh, with Mac Powell. It was a little bit ago that we sat down with him, but um, but we're happy yeah. to be sharing this combo now. Cool guy, so very good. cool guy. So yeah, got some good Super stuff. Super
1: cool, never ages, right? He looks exactly no, he the, looks same the
2: same, right, as
1: he did. Like when I was in college or whatever, never ages.
2: He doesn't like, yeah. Awesome guy. Lucky.
1: Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And speaking of great, let Jen tell you about our great friends at planning center.
2: Hey friends, let's talk about planning center. Many of you are already familiar with planning center. In fact, a lot of you might even be using services to plan your worship sets and schedule musicians. But what you might not be as familiar with is that services is only part of a greater whole. Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software, and it helps cover so much ground for the needs of the church. Planning Center can help your whole church by keeping people engaged, by creating space for important data like prayer requests, event attendance, or even who's a first-time guest so you can follow up with them. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned and eliminate people working in silos or having to communicate information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. Best of all, you can customize it based on your ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started today for free.
1: So, Jennifer, I got a question for you.
2: Okay, I love these. When
1: you were a kid, (laughs) when you were a kid, what was your dream job? And is it still your dream job?
2: Oh, man. Okay, well, when I was little, I don't remember having many dream jobs when I was little. But as I got to like junior high and high school, I really wanted to be uh, either CIA, FBI, maybe Secret Service, but more like FBI, CIA type of a thing. Yeah. We're
1: breaking news here today.
2: Like, (laughs) really? Yeah, dead serious. I tested for the uh, police department um, when I was. Come on. Are you kidding me? When I was 22. Yeah, I tested. I passed the written test, which is the harder part. I was one of two girls who passed. Mm. So they were written. They they were really uh, rooting for us. And then when it came time for the physical test, I um, failed the crunches. I got a neck cramp. It wasn't crunches, it was sit ups. I got a neck cramp. You ever get one of those? Um, oh, so I didn't do the required amount. Rough. It get this, I had done the, like the dash to a, you had to jump a six foot wall. Like you had to run, you had a running start and they would time how fast you could do oh, that. There's all these God other God. things, but I got to the sit ups, got a neck cramp. And so, um, I failed and then I decided I didn't want to test again. Cause it, you know, it was like, am I going to be a ministry or police officer? I feel like, uh, I couldn't do both. Wow. So wow. yeah. How different I'll, would I if I would
1: have. If I was going to list 10 things that I thought you were going to say, police officer would not have been on.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I loved it. List. I was all about it. I worked security. Are there at Target. photos
1: of this, of this
2: <laughs> era
1: of in your life?
2: Uh, no, not me doing, not me doing anything like that, but <laughs> it's definitely an era.
1: Josh, if you can help us, if you can help <laughs> me, brother,
2: let me know. So funny. Okay. <laughs> what, what about you? Yours is probably going to be incredibly entertaining. I hope it's oh not just so random. Well, I hope it's so random.
1: You know, it is probably. I had many jobs when I, I, I had, I, I worked at the DQ, you know, that right. certainly wasn't my dream job, but I it was I was making ends meet back there in high school. Right. Um, So in a, if what feels like a previous life, I was a trumpet player. Mm hmm and uh Doc Severinsen this is going to date me a bit but if you ever watch the Tonight show with Johnny Carson mm-hmm. um Doc Severinsen was the band leader and just a screaming trumpet player and he was kind of my hero wow. and so my goal all through high school was to play in the Tonight show band with Wow Doc. wow um I never got there obviously and he, they you know he handed the reins to Jay and the the Tonight Show Band, as we knew it then, was gone, but right. um, man, that, that, that was just the most incredible band, and um, I actually got to meet him when I was in high school, Doc Severinsen, wow. and it, it, by the way, I, it, to my knowledge, he's still out there doing it. He's just an incredible musician and a, an amazing trumpet player, and so I got to meet him, and I had been in a car accident about six days before I met him. And I had a giant scab in the middle of my forehead from where I bounced off the, like the, the hinge of the, uh, sun, whatever that's called. What is that called? Visor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so if I spent, you know, half an hour, probably 20 minutes of that was about car accidents (laughs) and then maybe like 10 minutes of it was about trumpet. Trumpet. (laughs) Did you ever,
2: okay. Did you ever get into Phil Driscoll then?
1: Oh, a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, Yeah. Okay.
2: I was like, it, yeah. I just...
1: my frustration always was that he sang so much, you know. And I'm like, brother,
2: <laughs> just play the trumpet. appreciate
1: your ministry, but we're none of us are here to hear your silky, <laughs> you know, vocals. It was, Love if it. If you don't know what a, that's kind of a joke because his vocals weren't really silky, but no, um, incredible ministry. Yeah, and a great, great trumpet player. So, you
2: yeah, so you could so have been the next mine. Phil Driscoll. Yeah. You could have been. You could have. I'm just I saying. I could have grown out
1: that curly you mullet you know yep. and
2: yeah. yeah really
1: gone for it
2: right i, can, I did you know, play I, a couple
1: of uh, phil driscoll tunes in church
2: did you is there any footage yeah, of a this special I, I know video cameras probably weren't invented back then, uh
1: right? there is not <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever see the movie fletch with uh chevy chase
2: i don't think i did
1: so he has this dream where he plays for the lakers and they're like he's Six foot, but six eight with the F af- with the hair or whatever. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like yeah. that was kind of me back th- back then. Nice. I was, I added, you know, the higher the hair, the closer to God. That was nice me back then.
2: wow. I think everybody did back hair. then though. It's everybody. Yeah, it was
1: those were the days. Were the days. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Guys, we've got some big stuff coming. Uh free church A V, our friends at Five Words Media are announcing the winner on an Instagram Live on the Worship Probs Instagram. This will be Monday, February the 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern. That's Monday, February the 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern. If you go to the link in our bio and find the five words link, uh, click on that. The five finalists are listed there. You can vote uh, for which one uh, you really that identify with, like which of the churches you really, really are are liking. And, um, there's like runner up prizes and all that, kind, of, but the grand prize, man, is t- uh, an AVL system worth $250,000. So um, man, there's a really, really cool opportunity. Some church is going to get uh, really rocked by that and it's going to be awesome. We'll be a part of the install and all that good stuff. So uh, mark that on your calendars, Monday, February the 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, the winning announcement of Free Church ABC season five. And coming in February, right on the heels of that announcement, is Worship Karaoke Season 3 uh, is coming. We've got all kinds of people in the passenger seat, including Big Yancey finally got her in the in the seat. Um, we've got uh, Tyler and Corey from Red Rocks. We've got Michael Bethany. Uh, we've got Cochran. Um, we've got... A uh, couple of guys that I went to college with, he doesn't like to be called my oldest friend, but he's kind of my longest running friend, Sam Lynn, who's been on the podcast and Randy Miller. It's going to be great. So season three, get get ready to look out for season three. Uh, and we started a Patreon. If you don't know what that is, I didn't know what it was either. And so <laughs> this is just an opportunity for you uh, to support the podcast. If, if, if the podcast or any of the tools we've shared or the DMs we've answered, any of that has ever been meaningful to you. Um, look for the link in our bio, look for the Patreon link. You can support us. I think the the lowest level is like $5 a month, which is, you know, a cup of coffee today. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to, if you want to support us, we would be, um, you know, as always, we would be soups grateful for the, uh, for the support. So yeah, head over yeah. there and, uh, you know, just give the old just... Patreon a look-see. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> just go do it a little bit, you guys. Well, Brian, let's, do it. let's check it out.
1: Yeah, Jim.
2: You know what time it is?
1: Tell me what time it is.
2: I think it's time for Prayer Concerns.
1: Prayer Concerns is proudly sponsored by Five Words Media, the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official integrator of worship props. If you're a worship pastor or tech director, you know how crucial audio, video, and lighting are for your weekly gatherings speakers popping dead zones lighting and live stream issues can quickly make your gatherings both distracting and frustrating an excellent gathering is one where your AVL systems are all working seamlessly and help to create a powerful worship experience the team at five words media gets it They're ministry experts who understand the details of your local church's needs and the pivotal role that volunteers play their passion is to deliver high quality, volunteer-friendly solutions that align with your budget and priorities. So how does it work? The five words proven process is straightforward. It starts with a needs assessment done by one of their tech experts, followed by a custom solution design tailored to your budget. Then they handle everything else, the installation, testing, and even the volunteer training. Are you ready to transform your frustration into empowerment? Click the link in our bio, find Five Words Media, and kickstart your journey today. Elevate your gatherings with precision and excellence. Schedule a call with Five Words Media now. So prayer concerns since, since the beginning of the podcast, we've been sharing these. I honestly, I never thought it would last, but it's lasted where this is episode 268. So we're still sharing them. We had a chance to share some uh, live, uh, last week at refuel conference up in Mishawaka, Indiana, man. And the place just came unglued. These are just so much fun. And so, um, everybody's church has like a card or a live stream chat or a, Google reviews or whatever, whatever, you know, sometimes you'll ask on the card, uh, how can we pray for you? Oftentimes people will use that to give you their prayer requests, but sometimes mm-hmm. they will use that to tell you what they really didn't like about your, you or how you dressed or your worship leading or the volume or the lighting or all manner of worship and production things. So people send these to us and we share them anonymously on the podcast. Uh, We'll never share your name or your church's name. So send yours to us. I know you've got them. Uh, If you've been in ministry for five minutes, you've got a prayer concern. So uh, you can go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com and submit yours there. There's a link in our bio uh, for that as well to to submit your prayer concerns. You can also DM those to us on any of the socials. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. We had a lady come to the tech booth after church to say that Everything about the service was assaulting. (laughs) Assaulting.
2: Assaulting. That is kind of a page out of your book. Like I know,
1: like (laughs) Officer Jen could have been up there. I
2: know, right? Oh my! And everything, everything about the service. My goodness.
1: Everything. (laughs) Not a one pleasant thing.
2: Not one thing. Not one good thing. Just everything assaulted. Wow.
1: Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I'm going to be honest, we shared this one before, but I found it again, and it's been a really long time, and I, it needs to be shared again. So it says, number two, during worship practice, I had an older male team team member use the uh, the tongue test to check a nine-volt battery. You know, you hit yeah, it on your yeah. tongue and if it tingles or whatever, it's still good. And so I, a female, wanted to make sure it was a good battery, and I did the same thing. The male tim- team member looked at me and said, "Whoa, it's like we made out."
2: Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: dude! No, it's don't, not. It's not that. like
1: that at all. No, it's it shouldn't not. be like that. There, no, we, we shouldn't be introducing that,
2: mm-hmm. any, of, any of that, into. Let's not say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, not not at all. Creepy.
1: <laughs> not at all. Okay, number three prayer concern. Number three. Um, okay, someone once told me this uh, during a worship service. So the spirit was really doing a work in me and I was crying during worship. And at the end of the night, I began wiping my tears. A woman approached me. They often start like that. A woman approached me. She looked at me and said, dear, when you wipe tears, don't wipe from the inner corner to the outer corner. That causes wrinkles. Instead, wipe from the outside in.
2: Thank you for the beauty tip. Educational, I
1: guess, you know. (laughs) Right. And now we're not even wiping our tears the right way.
2: That's, that's the concern. It's, it's not, Hey, I noticed you crying. Can I pray for you? Like, no, Hey, you don't want to get you. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Hey sis, what's What's the Lord doing in your heart? (laughs) Nope. You're wiping the wrong way, (laughs) the wrong direction. So bad. Okay. Number four, prayer concern. Number four, I used to run our kids club at church and now I'm the worship leader. A lady in church, she was trying to encourage me, came up and said, I hated you in kids club, but you're a real blessing with the music.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He is a strong, that is a strong word.
1: Like it's really just probably, um, I don't think that's,
2: I don't think it needed that front bit. That front bit wasn't needed. I think we could have just said, Hey, really appreciate you in worship. You you didn't have to, the prefacing "Mm, wasn't needed we didn't need that. No. We didn't need that. <laughs> I,
1: I wouldn't I would I would agree that hate is probably a word we don't need
2: to too strong. Too strong. Let's use not do a that. Whole lot. Right? Yeah.
1: Okay, here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. We got a prayer card that said, check the monitors. I don't think the singers can hear themselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, love
2: I
1: don't think they meant that as a compliment. No, I don't, I don't think that was meant.
2: No, I don't think they were perceiving a, like a struggle and wanting to be helpful. I think that was definitely an yeah, observation and a criticism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That, was, that was that was critical. I think. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So, f- fam, those those are prayer concerns. Please keep sending yours in. You can go to the website, the link in our bio. Um, we'll take you there, or you can DM those to us on any of the socials. Well, we get to have lots of fascinating conversations, and um, we want to share one that we had a while back with uh somebody who's a new friend of the podcast. So here's our conversation with Mac Powell. Well, the Worship Probs podcast is thrilled to have Mac Powell with us today. Mac, thank you so much for taking the time.
0: Well, it's an honor to be with you guys. And when I was told that I get to be on here, I thought, okay, good. I can uh, I get a chance now to uh, to tell everybody my worship props.
2: <laughs> that is what I got we're a bunch about. of them. There's
0: a I lot love, of them. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: Do you want us to just both of us just quiet down now and you can just yeah. have a <laughs>
0: Number one, to- <laughs> number one. What's the deal with 12 minute songs? Do we really have to go back into the bridge one more time? Do we?
2: Oh, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. This
0: is going to be great,
2: man. (laughs) Mac, we've been looking forward to talking to you. So like Brian said, thank you so much for joining us. So, hey, let's start easy. I mean, although you already are diving in with your grievances. um, (laughs) How has your summer been so far?
0: Oh, man, it's been great. Uh, It's been a very, and I'm hearing all this stuff in the news about how hot it's been across the country. And somehow in Atlanta, we've had a pretty mild summer. Uh, that means August is going to be, you know, um, I'm sure a heat wave, but, uh, it's been a mild summer. It's been great. I love summer. Summer is my favorite time of season. I don't do a lot of shows in the summer. I do, I do shows, but not a lot because we go on a lot of family trips. So I just got back a month ago. We were at the beach for a week and then I just got back, uh, night before last, uh, from being in Colorado, uh, right outside of Estes park. My family, would go to a ranch, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, for years now, called uh, Wind River Ranch, and so I, mm-hmm. I, the first mm-hmm. week I lead uh, Bible studies for all the adults, and then the second week is is more of a chill week for me. But yeah, we've had an amazing summer, a great time with family and friends, and uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm even though summer's been great, uh, I'm really excited to kind of kick it back into gear and get back out on the road. Yeah,
1: yeah. sounds wow. awesome. sounds like we need to get on the Powell.
2: I know, yeah. for oh, some so, summer, my, trek, my yeah. invitation got lost. I think the <laughs> ranch invite. Did you get yours, Brian? Because
1: I did not get mine, I but get I would have been year. there, man. I would have <laughs> carried that. Uh,
0: it, it's gin and worshipprobs.net, right? Oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> no, 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 dot, dot org, org. Oh, that's where I met <laughs>
1: stuff. <laughs> um Okay, so you maybe you hear this a lot. I don't know, but the minute you jumped on here and I heard you start speaking it takes me, there's so many memories that it takes me to of songs and your, your, your voice, your songwriting, your nearly 30 years with third day. It's like the soundtrack of our faith journey. And yeah. so I just, I just want to say thank you. And, um, this is a total side note. Um, but, uh, as uh, to piggyback on you being a part of so many people's faith journey, um, my wife has a ministry that was not in the playbook for us. Um, she and a team of women go into strip clubs in the city of Indianapolis, and they oh, minister wow. to the minister to the women there. And so, wow. the very first girl, the very first girl that left that she got to introduce to Jesus, um, uh, and got baptized at, at our church, uh, she came to me, and she had. She, she requested a song that just had to be a part of that service
0: and it was soul on fire oh wow that's amazing man it's, and, it's what's interesting is through the years when you hear um stories like that stories of how your music uh affects people and encourages people of course when you're making it you you want that to happen mm-hmm. but at the same time you don't really think about it in regards to that. You're like, man, I hope this helps somebody because more of the really one of the main reasons I'm doing it is to help me, you know, to kind of get mm-hmm. these songs mm-hmm. out and, and hopefully and uh, give the Lord glory and, and, and try to get closer to him myself. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, you know, a secondary, I don't even want to say secondary, but, but a, a good result of, of that is that other people are encouraged by it. And so that's, it's crazy to hear those kind of stories. And I'm so thankful after, as you said, you know, I don't, I don't even, I'm afraid to do the math to see how long I've been doing this. Cause then <laughs> it's going to freak me out. But yeah, 30 something years, maybe. And, and, and I still, I just, I've been saying this thing for a couple of years now. Uh, and I think people think that I'm joking when I say it, but when, people ask, you know, how are things going? I just go, man, I'm just happy to be here because I am. Mm. I'm so, yeah, so thankful to still get to make the music and still, you know, gather together with my brothers and sisters and celebrate what God's doing. And I hopefully encourage mm. people that, that, um, you know, need that encouragement. And it's, it's, uh, it's been a wild ride and I'm, there's, I'm so thankful still get to do it.
1: Well, we're thankful you're doing it as well. And, can, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Like maybe, maybe some pre third date, like how did, how did, what were the steps and -hmm. how did you find yourself in like, you're in this iconic, you know, Christian band that touched so many people. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll probably give you more information than you need, but I I grew up in a little town in Alabama, I moved to Atlanta when I was a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. And, um, always wanted to be in a band. I was around music my whole life. Both my parents play acoustic guitar and, and sing and I sang in church growing up in choir and, and, you know, did solos at school and things like that, but never was in a band. And finally, um, the beginning of my senior year, I, I went to three high schools in four years, just moving because of my dad's work and which is a really, you know, really tough on a kid. And yeah. I just never felt like was grounded anywhere. So the beginning of my senior year, I sang at, at school, and we went to a pretty big school. It was about 2,000 students, and um, a guy that was in marching band with me came up and said to me, his name was Mark Lee, and he said, man, you sound pretty good. Why don't you come sing for my band? And I said, what's the name of the band? And he said, Nuclear Hoedown. And I said, <laughs> I was like, yes, absolutely. No more questions. I'm there. Oh and we were this God. terrible garage band, but we thought we were going to just change the world. We we just were bad. And to, about a month before I graduated, and remember, I'd always wanted to be in a band. A month before I graduated, uh, the Lord really got a hold of my heart. Uh, I grew up in church, but just wasn't living for the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. I was scared to death of becoming an adult. You know, once you graduate, it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to college? We didn't really have money for that. And I wasn't a great student anyway. My dad was in the military and I knew I wasn't really cut out for that. Uh, I didn't have any skills to get a real job. I was just scared. And so I needed some direction. I remember somebody at church had said, hey, you should read the book of Romans. And so I was like, cool. Where's that? I didn't know it was Old Testament, New Testament. So I sit down, look in the concordance or index, whatever it's called, find where Romans is, turn the page, I start reading. And um, it just kind of blew my mind and God's spirit wow. filled my heart and just reminded me of that promise that I'd made as a kid to follow Jesus with everything that I had. And I wasn't doing that. Wow. And so, um, so I went to Mark and I said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit the band. And he said, why? And I told him, that, I said, I just want to live for Jesus. And I'm hanging out in places I don't need to be hanging out right now. And I'm, I'm singing songs about things I don't need to be singing about. And I'm just going to start, you know, reading my Bible and going to church more. And and I want to live for Jesus. And he said, well, why don't we uh, start a Christian band? I was like, what's that? I had no idea. Never listened to CTM <laughs> music. Didn't know anything about it. You know, I grew up in churches, little Southern Baptist churches where it was like, if there, were, if there was a hundred people that's like packed out, you know, on Christmas wow. and Easter. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't know anything about Christian music the, you know, I just sang old Southern gospel hymns, you know, or, you know, every once in a while we'd get really crazy and sing a Bill Gates song. That was like the contemporary <laughs> thing. And so, uh, so I started listening to Christian music and just, it blew me away. I couldn't believe it. And this whole new world was open to me. And, I was, I was just like, man, I get to, I mean, like I'm almost, I've told this story a million times, like I'm, and I've never done this, but I'm tearing up just thinking about it. Just how the Lord used that music to bring me so much closer to him. And I know that, um, you know, it's just, it got me in the word more, you know, it got me in times of prayer more. And, um, man, I'm once again, just thankful. Sorry, I'm breaking out. I feel like I'm on Oprah. All good. You're making me uh, <laughs> cry here.
1: <laughs> We're not even trying yet, right, so that's right. good. That's
0: great. <laughs> oh, it's going to be an ugly cry as soon as you start trying. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we. So I, I'm telling the story of too much information, but uh, we said, okay, we'll start this band, and then it was me and Mark and another guy who played keys who was kind of a youth leader at my church and really helped me to grow my faith, and mm-hmm. uh, a year later, we met David, our drummer, and Ty, our, our bass player. They were still in high school, and they were uh, Mark and I were just getting into college. They were in high school, they had grown up together and gone to church together. And um, we invited them to kind of let's, let's make it like a real band. And so, it was a couple of years of doing that. Then, we brought in another guy that was from Illinois who had moved down to Atlanta, Brad, um, to play guitar. And it just we thought we honestly thought. We made our own record in 94. Uh, it, be- it picked up by a, an independent label in 95 and then um, picked up by Reunion Records, which is now Provident in 96. And then we just started touring across the country. And we thought if we make a, get to make a couple of records and go you know, tour across the country back and forth two or three times, how awesome would that be? And then we'll go get real jobs. And I never figured out how to get a real job. So here <laughs> I am. <can> still. <step> <laughs> That's unreal, man. That's so You cool. just
2: see Mac like in, in 10, 15 years. He's like a Walmart greeter. He's yeah. like, okay, I finally went and got a real
0: job. Yeah, we, we always <laughs> said, I don't think they're even still around, but after, if we put out a song and it didn't do well, we'd go, all right, time to get ready for Kinko's to work at the right. print shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: Is Kinko's even around anymore? That's what I'm saying.
0: That's I don't know. Right. That's wow. not all yeah. the <laughs> time to go work at blockbuster
2: (laughs) (laughs) max a little out of touch right now that's
0: awesome It's so good
2: wow wow that's incredible okay so man what a story so you you recently recorded and released a new live record um live from red rocks which that's amazing um Mm, included some great stuff so some of your songs from your your solo project new creation some third day hits, which mm-hmm. man, that had to be incredible. A surprise from Fleetwood Mac. I'm like, what is this? I'm reading this whole list that Brian gave me. I'm like, all yeah. of this is it's in, awesome. one, awesome. in yeah. one record. So like, that's incredible. It must've been an amazing experience. What can you tell us about that night?
0: Yeah, it was a great night, especially I had my, so my daughter who just got married at the end of last year, she's 20. Well, today is her birthday, actually. Happy birthday, uh-huh. Scout. Tell Scouts, her happy birthday! Yeah, yeah. Scout's twenty four years old today. She got married at the end of September uh, of last year. Well, she was touring with me. She plays bass for me. Her husband mm. plays drums for me. And then last year, not now, but last year, all oh, last year, my son Cash was playing guitar for me. So I had out of there was only one guy on stage that wasn't in my family playing in my That's band. Awesome. So <laughs> you know, it was it was an amazing night, and they we had. To hold you, uh, we just got back from the ranch in Colorado. So Mm -hmm. a a year ago when we recorded this, we were at the ranch and Scout and Alec, her husband, were with us and and they went uh, to see the Black Keys at at Red Rocks uh, like two weeks before we played there. And so Sheila, my daughter, loves the Black Keys and went and saw it and just had an amazing time. And then. Two weeks later, we're walking on stage to do sound check, and she's like, "Black keys, we're on the stage. I get to wow. be here, and <laughs> it's such an iconic venue. It was the fourth time that I'd gotten to play there, but it's it never. I mean, honestly, it never gets old. You're still just, you know, wide eyed and and just starry eyed at, at being able to be there. It's it's the most beautiful venue I think I've ever played, and it's wow. it's amazing. Wow. We didn't even realize. You know, it was it was a night. It was a festival, and we didn't realize we knew they were recording uh, the the night. But I didn't realize that they were going to give us all the recordings. And so, mm-hmm. after we did the night, they said, "Here's your recordings. You can do with it whatever you want to." We started to listen through. We went, "Wow, man, this is a, like a lot. We're actually pretty good. <laughs> we didn't know this <laughs> was going to be so good." And so, uh, so we decided to put it out. And uh, you know, it, even though that was a year ago, it's a while to get get everything right. mixed and and mm-hmm. and and mastered and ready to kind of put out there. And so, uh, yeah, it turned out great. I'm really excited about it. It reminds me quite a bit of, you know, back in the day with the first um, big record from Third Day, it was uh, was actually our fourth record it was called Offerings. And that was a worship record and half of it was live. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it was a record that we put out that we just, the label didn't even want us to put the label, uh, put the record out. They, mm-hmm. they fought us on it. And we had just, we had this, we had played so much worship in our sets, uh, in our rock sets. And a lot of people would come up and go, you guys should consider doing, you know, a record of that stuff, of the worship stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we heard that so much, we thought, okay, well, we'll just, we'll put this out as a fan piece. We'll just, you know, the people who want it, they'll go buy it. And if we we thought, if we sell 30,000 units of it, that'll make our money back. and That'll be awesome. And half of the record was live. It was just previous songs that we had recorded on other records that we just kind of recorded live, and we, we said we already have half a record list. We just like need to write four or five worship songs, and boom, we got a record that easy. And then the record came out. And I don't know how or why, and I think the success of God of Wonders was part of that mm-hmm. uh, for for some reason because it said worship on it. People were more open to listening to us. So I think in the before that had been like oh, Third Day. Well, that's just the band my kids listen to. And I think there was a mm-hmm. larger audience that they gave us a chance and listen to our music because of that worship, you know, record. And it just kind of blew up and ended up selling 2 million records when we were hoping we'd <laughs> sell 30,000.
1: Wow. Unbelievable, man. That's so incredible. Mm-hmm. That's so incredible. Well, it's, it's awesome. I'm so glad you put it out. Um, oh, so yeah. as someone who's had, you've had a long career. God has done some incredible things with you and you've done so much and have, uh, you've stayed plugged into the local church down in Atlanta, church of the apostles. And, Mm -hmm. um, like if you had a chance to speak to, uh, maybe some, some people who are just starting out, um, what would, what would you, I mean, you, you can speak to a place of unbelievable longevity. So like, what would you, Mm -hmm. what would you say to them?
0: Well, I, I think for me, I realized a long time ago that um, it was it was almost more that the Lord had me in the position that had He had me in, not for other people, but for myself. I think the I think and, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel this way that the Lord allowed me to have success and to be able to be in positions that I was in because he knew I needed it. He knew I needed that responsibility and that I needed to be able to you know, be the man that I say I am. And so for me, early on, it was like, I want to, if I'm going to talk about Jesus from stage and sing these songs, I want to, I want to know about him and I want to know him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can't just go based on my, you know, entertainment or based on, uh, you know, my talents. And so I just dug into the word, you know, from the beginning and really, um, realize that I want to spend time not only in the word, but with God's people and with, uh, you know, in time of prayer. And I got to be ready when I'm on stage uh, to know what I'm talking about, to know what I'm singing about. And so that's the thing, you know, before any kind of, there's a lot of, you know, with, with that question you asked, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot of, there's technical things, there's talent things, there's how can you develop a song better and all those things. But man, if, in in regards to what we do with christian music and with worship music if you're not in the word and if you're not spending time in prayer and spending time with with god's people every day it's just you know i don't know what it's for and so um that's something i realized years ago And i found this verse i'd probably read it a million times but it just really hit me maybe two years year and a half to two years ago it's in acts chapter two verse 42 and And Jesus had just ascended into heaven. He sent the Holy Spirit. And it's like, what is the church doing now? What are are they going to do now that Jesus isn't here face to face with them? And it says they devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles, to the fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. And I went, man, that's Mm -hmm. that's what I've been talking about for years. But here's a verse now that kind of uh, encapsulated all those things. The the being devoted to the teaching of the apostles. What is that? That's the scripture. That's God's word. That's the Bible. To mm-hmm. so the fellowship. That's God's people. In the breaking of bread, spending time together, mm-hmm. and and last of all is to prayer. To spending time and talking to God, receiving His Holy Spirit through prayer. And so that to me is uh, I never even write that down when people say write down you know give me your sign sign my Bible and give me your life verse. I've never even written that down. But that's such a big verse for me. It's like that's mm-hmm. how I want to live my life is, is, and if it was good enough for the early church, it should be good enough and even better for us to be able to do Mm -hmm. those things, to continue to be the people that we need to be.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man.
2: Wow. Okay. So when we, when we talk to someone like you, uh, we always want to hit on songwriting just a little bit. Cause like Brian said, man, the longevity, the amount of songs, what, Mm -hmm. you know, what you've done in your life is just um, it's incredible. So have you discovered any, any disciplines or, you know, tools that you could maybe help pass along to some listeners. Maybe they're new to songwriting or they're early mm-hmm. on in their journey. Is there anything you could share with them that might, um, you know, help put a, a few extra tools, yeah. I guess, in their toolboxes? That yeah. You go well,
0: with? I, I, you know, I won't, I won't expound on it more. But we'll go back to what I, the answer I just had for you for the last mm-hmm. question. I, you got to be doing that every day. You got to be spending that time mm-hmm. in God' word, God's word, in prayer with other believers. But after that. Uh, I think for me, it's really listening. Uh, I I give this advice a lot to, and it's kind of like, it's like one of those duh (laughs) kind of answers, but, but I don't think people do it as much as, as, as it makes sense to do. It's like to really, to listen to songs, like find some songs that you like and why do you like them? And what are they doing in those songs? You know, what's the, what's the, what's the progression like? What's the. Do they go back? We were joking about it earlier, but do they go back to the bridge again? Like study songs, not only listening to them because you like them, but why do you like them? What are they doing? And So mm-hmm. I say that to all songwriters, whether they're doing worship music or Christian music or country music or pop music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like really sit down if you want to write songs and study what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, one thing that I've learned, uh, which is really new for me, and I love that, I, you know, I'm 50 years old and I'm still learning, that I'm not there yet. Is that when I start when when I wrote songs with Third Day, I for the most part tried to be like Tom Petty or or Bruce Springsteen, and I was trying to do it all myself. And there's there's times when you should do that, but um, when I started writing for my solo record. Uh, I started going to Nashville and writing with these guys and that that do this all the time. And I always thought in the past when I was doing stuff with third day, I never wanted to do that. First of all, mm-hmm. there was already we we split songwriting within the band, even if nobody had anything to do with it. The song, everybody recorded it and we were on the road together. So we just we split those and that and that was the fair and right thing to do. But um but I just never, usually when I came up with a song, I'd say, here's the acoustic version of it. You guys put your part to it and let's record it. And to be able to go to Nashville and to sit down with those guys who that's what they do for a living. They study songs, they work on songs. Um, and not only that, but just be the community of being with a couple other guys or people to kind of pass ideas around. I, I never really did much of that before. Uh, and so I love that now. So I encourage people, you know, there's nothing wrong writing a song by yourself, but it's, it's also, there's a good, um, a community and a good kind of balance in being able to find a couple other people and sit in a room together and, and come up with, try to shape those songs to make them better than you would by yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great, man. That's great. Um, well, we're going to get to the big room question here in a second, but guys, make sure you go grab. Uh, your copy of Live from Red Rocks and New Creation. Um, those are Mac's last two. And uh, whatever else you want to grab from Mac. That's, uh, <laughs> grab, grab, all. grab them all, all, man. Grab them all, all right. man. Um, so good. So, uh, we end every interview, uh, with the same question. We call it the big room question. Um, if we could gather all the worship leaders and all their volunteers and all the production people and all their volunteers and got them all together in one big room and mm-hmm. we gave you a microphone, uh, what, what would you want to say to them?
0: Well, I think first of all, I'd say thank you. Uh, because mm-hmm. you know, the vast majority of time, those all, most of those people are volunteers. And I would, I would say thank you for what you do. And even if you're not a volunteer and you're getting paid to do what you do, thanks for doing it with excellence because, you know, not to overemphasize what someone's job is, but just like in the scriptures, how we're taught that the body of Christ is made up of different parts and we can't all do the same thing. Uh, yes, I get to sometimes be that voice of the body, but I can't do that on my own you know, the other parts of the body have to work in order for me to be able to stand up there and, and to share and to say and sing something. And so, you know, I think sometimes um, people get caught up in this, what's more important, but it, it's all important parts and, I, and, and one can't do it alone. And so, so the first thing would be thank you. And the second thing would be just like, everybody is important. Uh, it can't be done But with just one or two people, it's important what each person does, whether it's, Mm. whether it's running sound or, you know, video cameras or, or, you know, tuning guitars or whatever, every part's important.
1: Mm, mm. That's so good. That's so good. Um,
0: Can I add one more thing? Let me add one more thing.
1: Oh, you can, you can add as many as you want. I
0: think the other thing is just, you know. And this is very simple. I'm sure you've been told this many times before when you've asked people this question. But I also, you know, there's that great scripture in Romans. This says, whatever I think it's in Romans, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do it all for the glory of God. And, I, and I, I think that, too, is like, let's let's worship God through our, you know, choosing of the of, of what of what, you know, video shot we're going to use and what's mm-hmm. uh, tuning the guitar. Even let's, let's worship God through that. Cause that's a talent he's given us to give his eyes to see and ears to hear and a mind to think. And, and so when we're using our talents, let's let it not just be, well, this is my job. This is what I do. It's like, let's give God the glory through it and, and worship mm-hmm. him through that. It doesn't have to be just, I mean, I know it, but we don't really think about it or realize it that let's worship God through our talents it's not just through singing of the songs and playing the instruments. It's mm-hmm. You can worship God through all those other uh, jobs as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Love it. Absolutely, man. Amen. Amen. Well, man, guys, make sure you go follow at Mac Powell on the socials and um, go grab your copies of Live at Red Rock, Live from Red Rocks and New Creation. Mac, thank you so much. Thank you for all the songs that you've given us, mm-hmm. all the, uh, and and you know, all the time on the road, all all the stuff that you you did, you know, p- personally to make all that possible, and um, we're all we're all better for it. So, really, mm-hmm. really grateful for you and and uh, for your all your impact for the kingdom.
0: Oh man, thanks for saying that. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs>
1: Okay. So, I mean, he's the soundtrack of a lot of people's walk with Jesus. I mean, that voice, right? You kind of, as you think back, like, uh, in fact, I shared a graphic today that upcoming was an interview with Mac Powell. And Mm -hmm. we immediately got a DM with a picture of a really old ticket. And it said, this was my first Christian concert. It was third day. It was, and they'd saved the ticket. It was the, it was potato served potatoes
2: nice nice yeah mac powell has been around i mean yeah for a while it, that album that god of wonders was on oh, which, oh gosh i can't remember but that was that i i so many people were just blown away by that that project yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely and make sure last year tw- in 23 he came out with live from red rocks make mm-hmm. sure you uh make sure you check that out um what a what a great dude man
2: right yeah grateful solid grateful. guy solid guy Hey guys, thank yeah. you so much Superstar. for uh, for listening to episode 268 of the Worship Probs podcast. You know, make sure you go hit subscribe. We tell you this all the time. You know, I feel like we have to remind you guys about a lot and, you know, we're not here to never. nag you. you to. We're just trying to help. We're just yeah. trying to help. So hit subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast get content. Done. That way you never have to go look for us. Done. And like Brian said earlier, on behalf of Jesus, please make sure you uh, go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice yes. review. <laughs> It just helps Jesus with the uh, Jesus would be pleased. Yeah. Jesus would be very pleased. It, he would. He would be pleased about us spreading the word of the podcast. We think it's mm-hmm. something that adds value to life. So yeah, just head on over and do that. And guys, thank you so much for following us on all the socials. Whenever you drop comments, we love that. When you DM us, when you share the content, just all of you being you really blesses us. So thank you. You can find us at Worship Props on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and YouTube. You can find us at Worship Leader on TikTok. Uh, head on over there to Facebook and join our community group. We're having all kinds of fun and different yeah. conversations over there. Something I love about the community group too, people might not realize it, it's not usually worship props posting in there. A lot of what's going on in that yeah, community group of, is group members. They'll put out questions. Hey, are you guys using planning center? Hey, what would you do about this situation? So um, uh, it's, it yeah, really is a solid figure group. out
1: copyrights or CC. Right, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So there's, there's a whole different, um, Dynamic going on over there. So go check that out. Answer the easy questions to get in the group. Very it's a easy. Vibe, man. Yeah, it is a vibe. Oh no. <laughs> oh gosh. You can even find Sorry. us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Props. I can't believe you said that. Yeah.
1: Spe- and speaking of vibes, uh, our friends at Maven Media Productions <laughs> are just putting out this the greatest like smooth vibe you can possibly imagine. Like, if your church social media team, if they're kind of maybe they're wrestling, like. What should we be posting? You know, Instagram changes what they're looking to promote or push out or it changes like every 30 seconds. And so like if you need somebody to help you, you know, interpret all that and dissect all that, maybe coach up your social media team or your capture team that's capturing content. Um, You need consulting or help with branding websites or whatever. Mavenmediaproductions.com. Tell them we sent you. They're great people and they'll crush it for you. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our voice over intro. Guys, we absolutely love you all. Thanks for listening to episode 268. Until next time, deuces.
2: Smell you later.